Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Accelerating your fandom, this is Flash TV Talk. Welcome to Flash TV Talk, the fan podcast dedicated to news, reviews, and more for the hit CW show, The Flash. I'm Bo. And I'm Bell. Bell, man, how you doing tonight? Uh, not as good as you, seeing as that tonight when we record this, because, you know, time dilation and stuff, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, my friend. Hey, it is my birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. This is actually, you know, last year, I remember very specifically how the finale actually occurred on my birthday uh, because everybody was building up, right? Like, Savitar is going to attack on May 23rd. And so it was like this big thing. But no, yes, yeah, so this this year, my, uh, my birthday happens to fall the day after the finale. However, honestly, with a finale like this, I kind of feel like my birthday came early. Man, okay, so we've got we got so much great stuff to talk to you about. But first of all, we got to start off by letting you know about kind of where where we are right now. So I'm actually not in in the studio. I'm not at my house. I'm not even on the mainland at the moment. Uh, I am on vacation. We we take our our kids on a, on a little vacay this time every single year, which kind of started last year, and and just you know so happens that it constantly ends up being on this season finale of The Flash. And so <laughs> I foresee that being the case going forward if if we are so fortunate to uh, continue this on. But regardless, so not the most optimal internet connection. And on top of that, yes, it is my birthday, and so I'm kind of sneaking away from my birthday in order to be able to record. And so here's here's what we're thinking. We're gonna do this kind of in two parts. Normally we've got the regular segments and everything else. If, if you've ever listened to Flash TV Talk, you know what I'm talking about. If this is your first episode, welcome. Uh, this is going to be different, though. <laughs> yeah. We're just going to we're just gonna geek out. We're going to hype out about like this episode, talk about our initial thoughts, our initial reactions, some different theories. It's going to be an amalgam of a lot of different things. And then next week, we will be doing a live listener feedback style call-in show. Now, we do this typically once before the season, once after the season. And generally speaking, it ends up playing into our Grandma Esther's eggnog-induced Christmas call-in extravaganza midway through the season. Uh, but yeah, we will be doing that next week. Now, this season, we have not had the opportunity to do uh, the latter half of the episodes live, but that is all going to change. Next week, we will be back, live show, call in, taking your feedback, taking your thoughts, reading your emails, your tweets, all that kind of good stuff. So that's all coming next week. We want to hear your thoughts, get those together, email them, tweet them into us, uh, or you know, plan on being there. And uh, yeah, look for details on when we broadcast on our Facebook and Twitter feed. Okay, that's all the way out of the way. Bell, are you ready for this? Let's do it. Let's jump into The Rundown. The Rundown. Episode 23 of Season 4, We Are The Flash. Directed by David McWither. With, with, what, Werner? McWerner? McWerner. 
directed by David McWhorter, and story by Todd Helbing and Eric Wallace. Half of the Tilbing twins. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and the Wallace twins. Eric McWallace. Bell, what happened this episode? Well, after the Enlightenment begins, Marlise joins Team Flash as Cecile goes into labor. Marlise uses Cecile's power to send Barry into DeVoe's consciousness to find the good left in him. Barry finds Ralph alive in DeVoe's consciousness, and together they find the good DeVoe dead. DeVoe attempts to keep them from reaching the nexus of his mind as he follows Team Flash to a pocket dimension. In his consciousness, DeVoe multiplies himself to fight Barry and Ralph as he takes down Team Flash. Barry and Ralph make it to the Nexus. Barry wakes up in the real world and Ralph reclaims his body just as DeVoe was going to kill Cecile. He reappears, though, as a hologram through his chair until Marlies destroys it. Barry, Cisco, and Ralph shield civilians from the falling satellites and the mysterious girl helps Barry destroy the last one. Harry's brain needs uh, needs to be reset, but is mostly restored by Marlies. He decides to return to Earth 2 to be with Jesse. Team Flash celebrates DeVoe's defeat with Wally, whom returns from the Legends, and Cecile's newborn daughter, Jenna. The mysterious girl arrives to reveal herself as Barry and Iris's daughter from the future, Nora, and she claims that she has made a big mistake. Dun, dun, dun. That's your kids, Barry. It's your kids. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to go oh, back man. to the future. Okay, so I, I, it's so bizarre. This season has been like back and forth. Some of the greatest episodes of the series, some of the worst episodes of the series. It has been like a polarizing type of season. And when I say they stuck the landing, dude, this may be my favorite finale of the series as a whole. Like this may for me be like the best finale they've ever done. Yeah. Yes. And let me explain why. Okay. Every single season, even even the first season, concluded with things that I had to headcanon my way through things that didn't quite make sense or things that kind of like, were like, wait, how, what, uh, this doesn't make sense with everything that you'd said before, or why did you do this to the Jay Garrick origin story? You know, like there's a lot of different things they've done that haven't for me anyway, really worked or really kind of been satisfying in a way that they were building up to uh, Savitar at the end didn't quite feel as satisfying Jay you know my 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 thoughts on what they did with Jay Garrick are well chronicled at this point <laughs> and even in, in this first season uh you know with uh, with Eddie killing himself it just created a whole lot of unique problems that didn't never really get resolved in the the next season uh, in terms of kind of what time travel rules they were trying to establish. Now, that still could be retconned because time travel is what it is. But regardless, man, as it stands, I felt like this episode was insanely satisfying. I liked it. You know, it's it's you know that there's always a big uh, uh, CGI set piece and whatnot that they that they build. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's you know, this one was there's clearly some some obvious Matrix uh Revolution? Oh, Matrix. yes. Re no, Reloaded. Yeah, reloaded. <laughs> Big time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so that was fun. Uh, the the punching the satellite thing I thought was kind of dumb. <laughs> I'll be fully oh, honest. Oh, come on, man. Oh, come I on. Mean, I, I, thought, no, I, I thought it was neat that, like, you know, they, they, they mentioned, oh, DeVoe must have increased the weight of the satellite by, like, a thousand times or something using his gravity power. So I was like, that's cool. I like that. Uh, but, like, you know, the fact of the matter is the orbital velocity is very fast and... Uh, uh, you know, you wouldn't be like seeing these things coming down. I mean, I don't know. There, there's a uh, chance yeah. the atmosphere could slow down. Whatever, whatever. Force, it's, it's all. Man. It's well, yeah. Th that's the one thing I loved about it. Like when Barry's running towards the thing, all the falling uh, pieces of the satellite are, are, are motionless, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so I thought that was really neat. I, you know, I like that. Uh, 
But yeah, just the whole let's super punch a satellite. I'm like, uh. <laughs> oh, all right, all right. So that didn't do it for you. So uh, part of what I actually liked about it is that it made it more of a tangible threat. Like even just the the running around the city saving people. Like I, I don't think I realized this, but I don't feel like this season or or in a while it's been that we've just had heroes like literally saving people. Like we've had them stopping big cataclysmic events and fighting big bads and fighting you know these bosses and everything else. But in terms of just like getting people out of the way of falling debris and like having people like stand around cheering that you know they they got saved and everything else, like that felt very like that's. That's classic superhero stuff, man. And like seeing both Barry and Vibe, and actually at that point, uh, you had Ralph getting some action too. Mm-hmm. Like going around and actually saving the day was, I'll, I'll say it again, just very satisfying. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like that was that's that's what was really unique about this season. Like you said earlier, is that uh, you know previously they're fighting like it's it's what was it? It was uh, the 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 big vortex thing that Barry defeats. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't talk. Well, there's no people being saved there. And then there was the. Uh, uh, the the Jay Garrick run around the thing kind of defeat the, the vortex sort of same right, kind of thing. Right. We no people to save. And then we had Savitar, no people to save. And now finally, it's it's them saving people from the aftermath of uh, the thinkers failed enlightenment. And so yeah, that was that was really kind of cool to see. Although <laughs> it's like, come on, people, like take some agency in your own lives. <laughs> like, run away, like you know, don't just stand there looking at rocks falling on you. You know. <laughs> What's that big giant glowing thing on fire that's heading in my direction? Let me just stare at it a bit longer. Before. Yeah. Hey, honey, you think we should run away? There's a giant flaming piece of satellite falling directly uh, where we're standing. Oh, but right. uh, but yeah, no, it, it was. Yeah, it was totally like a comic book kind of moment. And like, it felt really cool to see them actually save people like that. And so like, like watching Cisco, like, you know, vibe, uh, uh, uh pieces of the satellite to like other yeah. places and stuff, uh, you know, some, some really interesting uses of their powers uh yeah and, and so that was that was really appreciated <laughs> honestly <laughs> like part of me thought that ralph was going to stretch himself over the entirety of central city and just bounce the satellite back out to uh, space <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad they didn't do that uh all right so there's a lot of stuff this episode that we called speaking of satisfying uh yeah so so first of all ralph ralph back you kind of called that yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I, I like the way that they did it. And I think that was the that was the coolest bit about yes. it was uh yes. he was the only one in his mind because that was the last body that he was in. I I like right. that. I thought that was very, very clever and, and I, I really appreciated how they did that. Cause like if all of them were going to be in there, it was like how can they save them all? It's like, but it was just one because it's Ralph's body, his mind that the thinker took over. So it kind of makes sense for him to still be in there in some context, right? That's exactly right. And the showrunners have confirmed that the other uh, the other bus metas are, you know, are dead. They're not like trapped also in his mind. They are, in fact, uh, gone, uh, but but not forgotten. Uh, however, I mean, probably forgotten. Yeah, like conceivably had they done the same thing with another bus meta, they could have pushed Thinker out and saved that meta. But it's always the last one that uh, body he inhabited is what it seems like right. is how that works. But yeah, I thought that was super neat. And, and we called it. So, hey, <laughs> well, it would, and we definitely called the battle of the brains, the idea of kind of going inside of his mind for this kind of uh, uh, battle on the mental playing field or, or you know, whatever they called it in X-Men. Uh, you know, the yeah. idea of Barry, the iconic image of him wearing the thinking cap himself. So, you know, that was something that I think a lot of people know. By the way, when we say that we called it, we're not the only ones. We acknowledge the fact that a lot of people saw the writing on the wall here. Um, so, so, yeah, so we called that. Um, what else do we call, Bell? 
Well, I think we, uh, uh, well, did, did, did we call Nora? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, did a week ago. Yeah, it that's right. That's awesome. right. You had, you had, you had, <laughs> uh it's it's, it's an adaptation though right no well so here's the thing all right so so first of all i'm I'm, I'm calling in twitter i I didn't actually say this on the podcast because it didn't occur to me until like right after we recorded and so i I tweeted it out but uh it it occurred to me i was thinking about the fact that like man you know the the argument that we haven't heard anything about don uh you know that that uh, of a twin brother and that perhaps this is just a solo child that may end up being kind of representative of both Dawn and Dawn, and also, you know, the theory that she might end up kind of representing a Bart Allen type character as well. And just kind of the idea that this is a new character in and of herself uh, kind of made me think about, you know, all right, well, let's think about the show. Let's think about what we know of these characters. If Barry and Iris had a child, if this Barry and Iris had a child, it seems odd to me that they would name that child uh, especially a girl child that they would name her Dawn. Um, like it, it just didn't, it didn't sync up because what made total sense was that like, of course, Barry's going to name his daughter after his mother. Like, of course, Iris is going to be like all for naming like the, the daughter after Barry's mom. Like she's been such a focal point for, for Barry, for the show, for everything else that it would be almost weird to have their child named anything other than Nora, especially, you know, if we, as we had been believing, uh, I thought that this kind of future girl was going to be uh, their daughter. So I tweeted it out that I was starting to think that the quote Don Allen of the CW Flash was likely going to be named Nora. And uh, so, yeah, I called it about five days ago for <laughs> at this point, six or seven days ago. And uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about that one. I was I, I was not shocked at all. And I did a little bit of happy dance in my <laughs> in the living room. Yeah, well, so so here's my question, though. Uh this Nora Allen, is that supposed to be, is this kind of like, are the Tornado Twins a thing or did, is Nora, is Dawn still oh. there in the future? Like, I mean, what what's that? That's where I'm kind of, you know. Young Joe, man. Young Joe's got problems. What, like, I'm, so here's what I'm thinking. What if, what if, and this is, you know, obviously, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we're all over the place this episode, but what yeah. if. The the pro you know what if she's going back in time because she needs help with her brother like we still have that line from Barry we're gonna need some more diapers the implication there is that you know they're having twins like they find out they're having twins and so what I'm thinking is that she needs help saving her brother uh, well, she who, made a mistake you know, right like she says she says she's made a mistake well, you know every all indications appear that it has something to do with time travel because she's here. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, she's here for 30 years of the future. Uh, But no, I'm I'm thinking that she could definitely be a twin, although the twin probably would not be named Don. It'd probably actually be named, again, Joe. Uh, Because I I would imagine that they would want to name their son after Joe West, right? So Joe West Allen would be... What about Henry? Uh, no. Well, for a couple of reasons. For one thing, if Barry gets, if Barry gets the name, the daughter, I'm thinking that, that, that <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like get, no, no. Yeah. You get the family names. You gotta, <laughs> yeah, you gotta yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I think, I think it would make sense if, um, again, just thinking about who these characters are and what their experiences has been. Uh, it could be Joe Henry. Yeah. I can see that. Joe, Hen- Joe, Joe or, Henry, or Henry, West Joe, Allen. Henry, Henry, Joe Allen. 
Henry Joe Allen? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, but yeah, that, that would be that would be my estimate. Um, so yeah, we, we, we finally got that confirmation. The future girl is Dawn. I'm sorry, is, <laughs> is Nora Allen. Could be Dawn Nora or Nora Dawn. I would not be surprised if that was in her name. I would say Nora Dawn Allen. That would be my guess. Yeah, pretty name. Man, so excited that she's on the show. Got the first daddy-daughter team up uh, in that moment where she comes in and, uh, and, and does it along with him. Uh, you know, one, one assumes, you know, some people are speculating that perhaps the, the screw up that she did was actually uh, what we just saw, that she essentially saved her father. But I'm not so sure that's the case. They didn't necessarily confirm that if Barry does this, he was going to die. Um, it was they just, just hinted at it. Well, they hinted at it, but I could easily have seen him coming out just, I'm alive, but very badly burnt. You know, like, <laughs> I can see that being the case. Um, okay. So Marlise, uh, she, the mechanic, uh, comes to her kind of, uh, I guess, redemption story here. I mean, this is kind of the, the full redemption of her character, would you say? Yeah. I mean, she's still kind of responsible for the deaths of a lot of people. A lot of people. Um, so she still should go to jail. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that, that happened, Bell. That, she, Just because she, you she say did kill sorry. people. <laughs> yeah. She, she detained yeah. people killed them tortured them um but you know she's she helped save the city so in true comic book fashion like remember how captain cold killed a dude in the first episode that we were introduced to him well and then he adopted his whole don't kill anybody thing yeah but but that doesn't mean he didn't kill him too i know right <laughs> no, 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 no 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 it's fine he says he's not going to kill anybody anymore so we'll trust him because he already murdered someone so we'll definitely trust him that he's not going to murder anyone else right Right. And hasn't Mick <laughs> killed a bunch of people, but he's like just chilling out, you know, in the time stream? I mean, honestly, I think that's more of a punishment for him than prison would be. <laughs> Having to hang Fair out point. with the legends. Yeah. Fair point. Especially in the, those early seasons. Uh, yeah, no, no that, that that's definitely fair. That's definitely fair. But yeah, so of course, Marlies does follow in the footsteps of other villains who uh, don't necessarily get their comeuppance and instead get redemption arcs. Uh, but she does, you know, have kind of a lot of convenient uh, tools at her disposal with the uh, pregnancy powers that have been in play and the thinking cap that happened to be there. And, you know, basically she was able to um, not so much MacGyver, but uh, kind of mechanically come up with something that would end up uh, allowing Barry to connect with the mind of DeVoe. Uh, now the pregnancy, man, this, this is interesting because this entire pregnancy, um, I mean, what was that? <laughs> like, what 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 was that? Like, was it all just a red herring? Like, was was the idea that we were thinking that, you know, th that okay, well, this there's this baby, and there's also this girl, and we know the girl, the baby's going to be a girl, um, and then the baby's born, everything's fine, baby not kidnapped, so I was wrong on that one. I thought for sure the baby would be kidnapped. Uh, also, not Danielle West, so yeah, j just kind of a baby. That doesn't exist in the well, comics. It was a it's just device. a baby. Yeah, the, the the pregnancy was only there so that by the uh, the last episode, Cecile could use her you know gestational telekinesis to put Barry in the thinker's brain. That was it. That seems like that's, that's all it was for. That seems like a really weird roundabout way to get there. Like, couldn't couldn't just like right? Because now we got a like, baby. Like, I, yeah, that's yeah. the thing about babies, man. Like once once they're born, you kind of got to deal with them. Maybe there will be some time fast forwarding as I Barry goes into the future. I thought that was going to happen with the kidnapping. 
Well, right, but like, like, so, like, Dawn screwed like her mistake or whatever. Maybe like Young Barry goes into the future, and so we're dealing with old, uh, the baby. Oh, interesting. But even still, like the fact that she's nobody, like that, that I mean, like you know, don't get me wrong. Uh, shows can create new characters, and obviously, you know, Harrison Wells has been an awesome addition to the Flash. Has no basis in the comics whatsoever. So very possible that this new baby future so-and-so could be awesome and be a great new addition to the team and the show. But as we mentioned before, the show has been kind of suffering from a convoluted cast as is. I'm wondering if the baby is now an excuse for Joe uh, and Cecile to kind of peace out and, and head over to another city for a while. Uh, you know, maybe I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking. Like... Joe had a really great, moment in this episode because joe has taken a backseat a lot this season but like you know the whole thing where like you know they're they're delaying the pregnancy so that they can use the powers everything else and he's like no 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 you know what this is all ridiculous we should be able to have our baby (laughs) like like you know yeah right (laughs) it kind of unloaded a little bit and like everything he said i mean iris kind of talked him down but like everything he said was like 100 percent correct like it was a good Papa Joe moment, and we haven't had that many good Papa Joe moments. Not that we had bad ones, we just haven't had that many. I think the biggest Papa Joe moment was when he just totally uh, defeated the thinker's mind control just on his own. That that was. Did you not notice that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was all like, "Stay away from my girls." He's like, he's like, you know, oh, you're gonna kill yourself. He's like, nah, ain't. (laughs) I'm gonna bust the cap on you. (laughs) I thought for a brief moment that they were gonna do it. They were gonna what? Kill Thinker? I thought, I Shoot thought him? They, no, I thought they were gonna kill Joe. Like I thought for a minute. Oh, kill Joe. Doing, yeah, like there just seemed to be. I, I I don't know. Everything was kind of wrapped up with a nice little bow, which is part of why I actually really like the episode. Is because so many season finales is just kind of left with a cliffhanger and everything else. And while it does get you hyped for what comes next, like everything about what comes next gets me hyped in like not this terrorizing type of way right like we got we got you know uh nora we've you know she's on the scene barry's gonna get this like the you know this this cool daddy daughter dynamic obviously there's perhaps some tension between her and her mom so it's it you know what's going on there also we've seen her interact with all of the different characters on the show before which are all little clues as to what's to come so i'm really excited about that plus i don't know if you know this bell but originally there was a tag that was re- that was uh, recorded for this episode in which uh, Nora sets up or or the scene itself sets up who the villain is next season. Um, however, that was uh, cut for time, and so they're they're saying that they might release it at uh, at Comic Con. Now, my my guess is I'm I'm thinking this is full on Eobard Thawn. Uh, for one thing, in order to record it, you'd have to have all of the the characters at play. So one imagines that that would be the case. And also, if we're dealing with time travel again and speedsters again, uh, man, we got we got to get Eobard. You know what I mean? Like, especially if he's Eobard, all of a sudden has the opportunity to wipe out, you know, the 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 Allen legacy, like right in front of Barry Allen and I, Barry and Iris. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think there could be. Um, be some high stakes and some interesting, uh, interesting storylines at play if they go Eobard this next season. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think that'd be nice to see. Uh, I just hope they do. I mean, the thing that just, just, it just kills me about this show is the fact that it's 23 episodes long. You know, well, like, yeah, I, I, I mean, I hear what you're saying, 
But at the same time, I think that if uh, it, you know, I we, we we can't write the show, Bell. We we can't make the show. I mean, like you know, we've we've said before that perhaps when this is the situation, having kind of like the first half of a season be a self-contained story, and the second half of a season being a self-contained story, and kind of doing that, you know, that that route. Um, I can see know, we, that. We proposed that with. Uh, you know, with Flashpoint, like do something kind of cool with Flashpoint and actually stretch that out to the first uh, half of the season. But as things got closer, uh, we, we correctly predicted it would probably only last about an episode. And so, you know, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. But I'm, I'm not going to like I'm not going to get too upset about that because nine times out of ten, like the season's majority episodes are really solid. It's just this last one was kind of just a weird one because, again, when it was on, it was like super on. And when it wasn't, it was not. Now, a lot of times when it was not, it was because we had to deal, in my opinion, with Ralph, who ended up kind of dominating the season as a whole. Word on the street is that now that Ralph is alive, he will be returning as a season regular, uh, despite the fact that, of course, we lost Harry, or at least this Harry. Bell, Dibney, returning. Thoughts? I, I mean, I told you he would. I, I mean, like, told yeah, you he would. Like, you you did, but what I'm I'm yeah. not talking about returning as in like back to life, back to reality, back from a fantasy. I'm talking about like literally returning next season. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, why else bring him back if you're well, not going to have him as as a series regular? I mean, maybe there's some maybe 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 they're going to try to do. Uh, gosh, what story is it where uh, uh, Ralph Dibney plays? Uh, is a trial of the Flash, right? They they kind of already did a where trial Dibney, of the Flash. Yeah, but Dibney didn't play a huge role in that. Huh? I mean, I don't I mean, know. He he became stretchy DeVoe, and also they had their whole thing. I yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Didn't he feels like more of a Legends character? I know he does, but like the thing is, is like I don't know. I I want to see Detective Barry. I want to see some of that. I want to see some uh, you know, D- Detective Dibney because I mean, they're both supposed to be these like really smart, you know, dudes and and we never really see that. It's always like, you know, super fast or super stretch and punchy stuff. <laughs> so it, it might be nice to see like a return to that sort yeah. of like, you know, forensic stuff. But yeah, I mean, he's definitely going to be back. He's definitely going to be on the team. I think he's going to be a different character. I don't think we're going to see the misogynistic, uh, you know, terrible Ralph anymore. I think that's going to be gone. Uh, and maybe, maybe Ralph will find, uh, what's his wife's name? Crap. Uh, the name is Sue. Sue, yeah, maybe, maybe he's going to find his Sue next season. That's going to, you know, also rein him in, uh, and it's also an avenue for him to kind of like, you know, uh, go off. Uh, maybe mid season, who knows? Uh, mm. But yeah, like I, I, I would not be surprised if he's on as a, uh, you know, maybe not, maybe series regular, sure. But you know, there, there's avenues by which they can, uh, you know, move him away. Like if they introduce a Sue, and then he's like, okay, well, I'm going to go focus on, you know, my wife or whatever now, and and stuff like that. So. Uh, I definitely think he's coming back and I definitely think he's not going to be the obnoxious Ralph that you hate. I think he's going to be a changed Ralph, even though he changed like six times this season. uh, (laughs) That's neither here nor there. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm hoping that maybe that gets dropped when they, when they, you know, draw out what next season is, you know, we, we got like, who was the girl that was like into hair, not Harry, but uh, HR for like three minutes at the end of last season. Oh, she, she died. Was a scientist? Right? No, she didn't die. She she, she made the speed bazooka. She did make the speed bazooka. Like she like it's almost like she came on to make the speed bazooka and give Harry some or gifts like give give us somebody to mourn Harry. 
you know, or not, I can't, I keep on saying Harry, HR, HR, talking about yeah. HR. Well, yeah, but, 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 but HR is dead. So like, why would she come back? Like Harry's different, right? Well, so there was kind of like, maybe she's going to be new on the team, but I, I think that there wasn't like a whole lot of like fan support behind that character. And so, you know, no, she hasn't, she hasn't come back. She may in the future, but, uh, you know, she, she had Tracy value. Though. I mean, she built the speed bazooka. Tracy. Yes. Yeah. 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 She certainly built the speed bazooka and she has, you know, knowledge of, of, about that kind of stuff but i mean yeah i mean you know we didn't see her at all this this season so chances are she's probably not gonna be back it's true and we just lost our super scientist so what do you think about the fact that harry just kind of pieced out the way he did uh i think it was fitting like you know w- when he makes the realization that like holy crap i've been like a just a terrible father <laughs> like for <laughs> my entire my daughter's entire <laughs> life and so he's like you know i love you guys you're my family too but like for real, I haven't seen my daughter in a year. Um, sorry, bye bye. <laughs> yeah. I've had a degenerative, a degenerative mental disease for the last past like several weeks, and y'all haven't even called my daughter. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, right. Like she didn't even know I was suffering from that. She might have been able to think of something to fix me, but whatever. Um, yeah. So, so he's gone. Uh, it's kind of sad because you know. But then again, it makes sense though. If they're going to do an Eobard thing, we don't we don't need a Harry and an Eobard, especially that's, if it's going to be Tom exactly Cavanaugh playing Eobard. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I'm thinking he's moving away for that reason. They did. I mean, it, it was a little bit kind of wrapped up kind of quickly, like, oh, I'm back, but not fully me, because now I still have all the emotional stuff that I learned when I didn't have my brain. But now I don't have as much of my brain, so I'm balanced. And so now I'm, uh, I'm out of here. Talk to you later. So I, I kind of feel like if that's the end of, you know, Harry, Earth 2, Harrison Wells, then to some extent that's fine. But it is interesting just knowing what we know of who that character was and who he became. Like... You're right, Bell. He became a much more well-rounded person. He's much more emotionally intact, and probably his life uh, as a fictional character is going to be all the better for it. But he is also less interesting, and so that's probably also why we won't see him again. Because, you know, when he was like the uh, kind of maniacal Steve Jobs that was like rolling around from Earth 2, firing blasters at, you know, shark men, like that was, that was <laughs> how we were int- introduced to him. You know, he's hopping, uh, hopping Earths and everything else. And so we know yeah. there's obviously an infinite number of Harrison Wells out there, or at least 52. Uh, and so, you know, there, there may be another one, but no, I think you're right. I think we're probably going to get Eobard. And so this is kind of his way of stepping back so that Eobard can come in uh, as portrayed by Tom Kavanaugh. So we'll, we'll see. Well, here's a question I have there. Yeah. What's up? Do you think that there's going to be this whole, Oh, Harry's back. And it's actually Eobard. Or do you think it's going to be like, Oh, Harry's back. Then they're immediately going to show that it's Eobard. I think Eobard, I don't think they're going to do the who is Harrison Wells thing again. I think Eobard's going to come back being like, what's up? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like kind of as he did in Earth X, like, you know, hey, I'm here. I'm not afraid of you. (laughs) You know, like, I think we're probably going to get more explanation as to why he's here. Um, We may, we may find out actually, ooh, Bell, we may find out that Nora is responsible for the resurrection of Eobard. Ooh, that could be interesting. Because she shows up during the EarthX episode for the first time, right? And so it's possible. So, all right. So I was thinking about this the other day. Um, Eobard is wiped out in season one finale after uh, Eddie shoots himself. Uh, the the timeline kind of instantly kind of you know punishes Eobard for his actions by eradicating him. Uh, However, if Malcolm could be revived, if he could be resurrected, 
then it's very possible that Eobard's now back. And you mean if Eddie can get resurrected? What did I say? You keep saying Malcolm. <laughs> okay, so, so it, it's it's clear where I'm going with this, right? Like, <laughs> like I think I think it's very possible that he could be resurrected and be kind of become Malcolm Thon, essentially. Like it's you know, like Eddie could be Malcolm Thon. Now, I, you know, I I realize that there's still kind of like the question of uh, him coming back. You know, then how does Eobard still maintain all the information that he had before? You know, time travel, Barry, you keep on doing it. And the rules don't apply. Oh, he he died. But is he? Did he? You know, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Dang it. Why do I keep calling Eddie Malcolm? It's because I think that he, he might be Cobalt Blue. Like, I think that he could come back as Cobalt Blue. That would be interesting. But I doubt it. Yeah, I, maybe not. Maybe not next season. I don't know. I just I, I could see very well. Dawn, Nora, speaking of names, like we were so used to calling her Dawn, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, that's going to be difficult, right? I could ver- see her being responsible for uh, Eobard's resurrection, though. Like, uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, because he came back during the, the uh, she came. So, so I saw an article thing that was talking about how she came back four different times during the season. And those four different yes. times are going to have an impact on the reason as to why she's back. And so there's, you know, there's all sorts of like, you know, we need, we need a bunch of uh, uh, red yarn and some tack board and some thumbtacks. And we can do like a Charlie Day, you know, meme sort of like linking all those things together to find out maybe what it is, why she's back. Um, but but yeah, you know, like as far as Eobard coming back, though, I, the, the question I have on there is, is which like where where in the timeline is that Eobard from Earth X? Like where, where yeah, is that's what from? I'm saying. All right, so all right, so I, I just threw out the whole maybe Eddie, you know, somebody could resurrect Eddie. So that that's that's one path they could take. There's all all holes in that problem, and I get that. The other path they could take is that, you know, and I've I've said this before, but the idea that he was not dead so much as he was kind of like like his spirit, if you will, his soul was entrapped in the negative speed force or maybe even became the negative speed force uh and so like he could theoretically from that standpoint be resurrected uh into a new body especially if it's not a biological thawn body which again would make sense for him to utilize somebody like a harrison wells um now how you know the the if, if the speed force exists outside of the multiverse right like so if uh jay jesse Nora, like if, if all of these speedsters are all pulling off of the same speed force, regardless of what earth they're from, theoretically speaking, the negative speed force could operate in a similar fashion. So we could have Eobard, you know, the, the undead, the, the spirit, the soul of Eobard Thawne, uh, possessing the body of Harrison Wells of earth X as kind of the prime place for him to be able to reestablish himself. That could be interesting. I don't know if they're going to go like too crazy like that with it. I think it's going to be the same Eobard from season one of the flash, but that's what I'm saying. This, this would be the same Eobard as season one of the flash. So like when Eddie killed himself and, and and at that time I did say Eddie, not Malcolm, when when Eddie kills himself, that Eobard that died he didn't actually die. We see him kind of evaporating, right? Becoming like, like being ripped apart. And so what I'm saying is instead of him being erased from the timeline, the negative speed force either saved him or he effectually became the negative speed force as a reaction to the, you know, the actual speed force. 
interesting. So like how Barry, it's kind of like the opposite. Like, you know, Barry eventually becomes the speed force. Yes. Yes. Because he is the speed force. Whereas yes. Edward originally became the speed force or the negative speed force, reverse speed force yes. in that moment. Yes. Bell. Some, some might say not just the opposite, but some might actually say the reverse. Ooh. I'm just saying, man, they could go that route if they wanted to. Now, I don't know what they'll do. And it probably, it'll probably be something like, you know, in that, like in that last moment before he's eradicated, you know, in that split second, he exists outside of time. Um, And so he's like running to the future and to try to cause all these problems. But eventually he will have to go back to. Um, you know, that, that moment in time where he was erased from time. So that, if that would probably be the direction they would go in it, it would make a lot of sense from the rules that they've established, quote unquote rules that they've established with time travel. Um, so I could also see that being the case. There's actually a animated DC movie. Uh, I want to say it's the, the, the second suicide squad movie they made. Have you seen that? No, I don't think so. Okay, so I have not actually seen the movie either, but uh, I have seen the scene in which Eobard kind of explains his existence in that particular movie, uh, in which he's actually the Eobarthon from the Flashpoint universe, who, like, right after Batman of Flashpoint shoots him and kills him, uh, like, in the moment that the bullet goes through his brain, he vibrates his body so fast and, like, separates himself from time. And so he's like walking around with like a hole through his head. Um, and if he stops moving or if he like disconnects too, too much from being out of time, he'll resync up with that flashpoint timeline and then die. Oh, weird. That's pretty I know. interesting. It's, it's pretty trippy, but it's, it's also like really gruesome and fascinating. So I have not actually watched that movie, but I, I, I want to, for that sole reason <laughs> to get a, get, get a better idea of it. But, um, but yeah, man. All right. Uh, Got to mention this. Uh, Harry did during the whole, uh, you know, mental situation. Like we saw him this episode writing in the same speed force slash future language. We also saw him quoting Barry, who was also in his state earlier this season. Uh, th- there's more going on with Harry when it's all said and done. Whatever this transition was, like it's connected very specifically to what was going on with Barry and to some extent what's going on with uh with with nora yeah i think there's, i think there's definitely some connection there and that's the thing is we never really got an answer as to what all that stuff was i mean right. cisco made a, made an offhand comment saying like oh you translated binary something into like quantum figurations or something like that and then harry's like i don't know what you're talking about uh but, but that that's that's not that's not satisfying for me for him to say oh yeah it's just binary code and quantum blah 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 it's because we saw dawn yeah. writing that way Sorry, we saw Nora writing that way. Uh, we saw Barry. We saw Harry doing it. Uh, and, and we still have no idea. And I think that's probably going to be, you know, something they explore in the next season, uh, if I had to guess. I applaud them for laying the groundwork. And I mean, that's that's I mean, what one of the brilliance of this this series as a whole is they they have laid the groundwork. Like, you know, things coming in season four were planted in season one, and like all all over the place. Like they've done a very good job at teeing things up ahead of schedule and you know next season we'll get teased up for probably season seven you know six and seven so really looking forward to seeing what they do um and we'll speculate more about that next episode next episode there's going to be a ton of speculation again we want your thoughts your emails uh your phone calls uh we are going to be able to broadcast live next week i'm really super excited about that all the information will be found on our facebook and twitter accounts. so facebook
facebook.com slash flash tv talk or twitter at flash tv talk you can get us there uh and then yeah send us those emails flash at potisteri.com uh head over to itunes write us a review all that good stuff i know this is uh, kind of a, a quick wrap up here that's very different from what y'all are used to and so uh grant us a little grace here at the finale as we're kind of all over the place and it's Bo's birthday come on yeah, it's my birthday, and, and also there's like, you know, crazy storms that are happening outside, and I'm concerned we're about to lose power, so <laughs> I want to make sure that we get this out to folks. But, uh, but yeah, so find out all that stuff, and until next week, we'll be back in a flash. ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done